0: Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook,
1: Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode.
0: With five rounds to go we will see a changing of the guard start to take shape. Media speculated that JK's last season is upon us, but Bunga Hearn's form says he could go another season. So will he? Should he? That's a question we will answer tonight, hopefully. But before we do that, I welcome my co host Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Good, thanks. Going well. Good, mate. Good to be here. Alright, straight off the thing, if you're the list manager, end of the year, and we have your exit meetings, and Shannon and comes in to your office, what are you telling him?
1: Well, I think both J.K., all three of them, J.K., Shannon Hearn and uh, Luke Shue have the have earned the right to call time when it's their time. But if they're going to keep going, hard decisions must be made on other senior players like Redden, Gaff, um, trying I'm trying to sort of fickle through the list, McGovern, Cripps. Uh, Cripps, because there's no way we can go in with all those senior players next year. As Darren Glass, always, I always remember him saying he went one year too long and he said, um, I didn't realise how quickly the game caught up to me and the injuries. And he went halfway through a season.
2: Yeah, I, I'm a little bit similar to Wayne. Um, the club greats, you want them to be able to make the call, but they do need to be tapped on the shoulder. I believe, I've always said this and we've touched on this on podcasts before, you've got a trickle feed, your senior plays out, you can't yep, do it in one hit. Right. So we need to make two or three, and I think three this year. Because uh, we are over the list capacity with the um, supplement players. Um, so, in my opinion, Hearn J.K. said he's going to retire because his knee's not good. Like His body's actually not holding up. He's still playing brilliant footy. On their own, they're still playing great footy. To me, it's J.K. Sally will have to retire. Hearn, even though he's still playing great footy, because it's got to give the opportunities to young kids, you know and then it would be Redden because you've got to get these young kids in the midfield. You know? You've know, got to get Neil in there. You've got to get Cullies in there. You've got to get Trues in there. You know, and Sheed's coming back next year, so it's going to make it even harder to get a spot in that midfield. So they're just three, and I'll probably just limit it to three this year and then move on.
0: There's a couple of backline players that are without a contract, so they might be a bit nervous at the moment. Wibberton's one. Yeah. So um, that's why I just asked about her, and I agree totally with both of what you guys say. All right, two quick questions before we get into the footy. Um, Nick Daykos on the weekend, forty possessions, free goals. Um, is you know he's going to win the Rising Star by a country mile. Will he get all Australian in his first year like Ben Hart did back in the nineties?
1: He go very close. He's had a great season. He's a freak. He's like his father. He's a freak. He's, had, he's had
0: no one play on him because he's played half the year off half back. Now they're playing him a bit more through the mid. On the wings and a bit of half forward So that might work against him Just different positions But, you know, he's putting one of these uh, years together That, you know, last time we talked about a player like this Was like Chris Judd
2: Yeah, Yeah. the only thing is like He has been playing off the half back So that's his role And There actually has been a lot of drive from the half back this year And Bradley Hill's been having a great season for Saints So it's more who takes that uh, running back, you know Halfback position So he might be unlucky to miss out But he's a player If he gets in there No one's going to be surprised Like he's had no. that great a first season It's just It's it's not who's the best player It's who's the best player Kind of in that yeah. position and, So he might miss out
1: And Collingwood are winning games So that puts him That puts you up in the In the forefront of the selectors as well
2: Here's a quick one Could he be winning uh, The Collingwood best and fairest In his first year The Kaplan Trophy.
0: Jesus Could Christ be. Imagine if he did could be going
1: very close. Jesus, they would be going.
0: they they'll be saying Buckley who? Yeah, because
1: <laughs> um, um, Buckley did that in his first year, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he was at Brisbane first year, but then, yeah, and then when we but Colling, I mean yeah. first year of
0: Collingwood, yeah. he uh, won the Copeland Trophy. Um, and quickly, we've all seen what's happening at the ruse. If you were picking a coach tomorrow, tomorrow, who is it? Is it a tried coach, a new coach? Uh, they'd have to go. They have to go experienced, don't they? I,
1: I think they do, but you know, I take. Hard at looking, and people say Adelaide aren't good, but but I really rate Matthew Nix as a coach because I can he's done a really good job with them, and I really rate Craig McRae what he's doing at Collingwood. So you got these guys, and and Vossy's come in at Carlton. You got these guys who have been assistants for over ten years now, who have come into the system, have learnt under really good, obviously mentors along the way. What's if you got you mean um, Ruse have to start from the bottom again? Why not go with a a good, experienced assistant coach who's who's ready to coach, and and bring someone new in? Look, look at Collingwood. They you know they've they've rejuvenated under McCrae. and I think Nix is going pretty good. He's just got he hasn't got a great list to work with in Adelaide.
0: Yeah, I reckon Nix will be struggling to hold his job next
2: year yeah, if they I, keep going. I would say he might be in a bit of trouble if they don't rise. Um. It's funny because I think, Wayne, the way he was talking about Collingwood, I uh, agree. Because like, Collingwood built a team, didn't they? They mm. built a coachy team. I think Lepage went there, you know. So not only did McRae get the job, they got a lot of good assistance around right. him. Now, the thing with Clarkson is... They've offered apparently This is all me So it's all speculation But you know where there's smoke There's fire So it's usually true 1.6 million a year for Clarko mm. So if you get Clarko You're not getting a team You're getting Clarko mm. So would you be better With a Hanson Who's highly rated at Carlton Jamie Graham Who's highly rated at Freo Uh Uze, uh, it's another very highly rated assistant coach. Are you better getting a coach like that? Or even Don Pike, who's had senior coaching before, and then building a team under him, Paying that coach less than the 1.6 mil, Mm. which is huge. Even Scott's not on that, or Simpson, or Mm. Hardwick. They're not even on that amount. Um, And then bringing more tried assistant coaches to Sam, and build a team to raise these kids. If I was in charge, that's what I would go for, but I think they're going to have a hard... Time convincing that many people to go there, yeah. so well, they need to get. I think they their best choice would maybe be Clarkson because you are just convincing the one person. You are not convincing, and people might one go good there. assistant coach and then three good assistants
0: around him. And if Clarkson goes, people might follow. They need they need um, what do you call it uh, recruiters, yeah, and a list manager. Well, that that t- that team is. Um, I, I looking at their media conference last week and. If that Sonia, whatever her name is, is running that football club, that was the weakest showing I've ever seen mm. from a leader from a football club in my life. Yeah. And just turn around and say, we've got a great list. You, you're talking bullshit. Yeah. Um, I know the players are in front of you, but you need to put the cold, hard facts down there. Our list is average. We've been bottom of the ladder two years in a row. Uh, haven't been in finals for five years. Um, you want to get somebody there, you need to get somebody who's going to bring other people with you. Yeah. And that's probably why Clarkson's rumoured to be 1.6.
2: The only thing that angered me about that comment is you can't make that comment say you've got a great list and you're in a, going in a great direction, and the very next day saying you're us and AFL for handouts in the draft concessions. That, yeah, that, that doesn't sit well. No. That's not right. The only
0: thing that worked in their favour, they won. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, the other thing too is, that, you know, there's... St- that Media come in with Clarkson, but then I heard late last week that um, GWS were odds on to sign Clarkson, so yeah, I mean, that's media you for know, you. Where are you going to go? All
0: right, let's get and talk about the footy. Are uh, the Eagles? It's
1: the final siren.
0: We're Half on denied West Coast a victory at the MCG with a 25 point win in. Probably blustery wet conditions uh, seven goal quarter in the second term killed us and it seems to be one goals killing uh, one term is killing us every game the, this this year uh, the run out winners 15 12 102 to 12 5, 77 uh, Bruce had a day out with six you know, he's kick 37 goals for the year for a small forward and still, not, a
1: great, still a good player
0: they're not talking about him even you know he's He's one of these guys that should be talked about in the All-Australian team for a small forward, you know what I mean? Um, And Waterman kicked three for the Eagles. But, um, yeah, boys, we're 2.15. We're barely hanging on to avoiding the wooden spoon, as we've talked about Kangaroo just before then. They had a win, but it was a hard game to watch because just that one quarter of football cost us again. Mm,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, again, like – I think Kelly's injury had a massive effect on it. I mean, until when he got that cork, he had a, I, mean, I think he had 15 possessions in the first quarter.
0: Well, he had 21 possessions, 7 clearances, 6 inside 50s, and 12 were contested. The thing was, he got a cork quad. The person who was tagging him, Finn McGuinness, McGuinness got a cork and he's fire. Mm. So they were both running around injured. Yeah. But I suppose he, it's he was easier limited. to negate somebody with a cork. But you could you see what he, I mean?
1: he had no depth in his kicking, he had no pressure in his legs. He yeah. really struggled. I was surprised they didn't bring on Protesty Seton earlier, to be honest. Just yeah, it was give a give strange a, decision. Give him a break. but um, but, I mean, Tom Barras Tom is But going. before we talk about Barass,
0: mm. let's just talk about Mitchell got 32 disposals, John Newcomb 28, Josh Ward... 34, and he was a Norwich – oh, it's not quite – it's the NAB Rising Star, isn't it? Yeah, So he got the Rising Star, so that was no surprise. Um, He had about seven clearances. But, yeah, take it away, boys, with Baras.
1: Oh, just me being an ex-fullback myself, but that was outstanding. I mean, when was the last time we saw a fullback get 30 disposals, 18 marks, and uh, keep there, as Dan and me always – you know, Dan and I was on the line. We kept his uh, player to one point. Yeah, you know, and he's Lewis eleven is a, intercepts. Lewis is a good, and he's in line for mark of the mark of the week as well. He's in the top three for mark of the week, so uh, yeah, I think outstanding game.
2: That was one of the best games of the season, and that was by far Bryce's best game ever. I think that's the record eighteen marks for an Eagles player, and we're a very marking side. Do you know who he took the record off? Uh, Probably McGovern? McGovern Gaff. No, it's back in two thousand and ten. Two thousand and ten, interesting. Jesus in take in the back line.
0: He's a builder, of the same ilk
2: as a brass.
0: Bowie, Bowie Waters, mate. No, right. Seventeen.
2: Yeah, it was just what a performance, you know. And that's the sad thing. You, you sit there and games like that, you feel you're so close, but you just you haven't quite got that ilk to get over no. the line, take that next step. And you mentioned, and this is funny because. I am very much on the side, we got to win the wooden spoon just for that number one pick. I think that opens up doors. But you asked about honourable losses last week. Is it's at the stage now where it's like, no, I don't feel like, I don't feel good with that effort at Hawthorne, even though it was a very good effort. And we're in that game up until the last quarter. Even the bad quarter in the second, we still had, um, that wasn't like the Carlton game. We no, were still a... attacking as well, you know what I mean? understand mm. we leaked too many yeah. goals in that time. But um, we were still attacking, we were still scoring ourselves, hmm. So it wasn't like we are blown away in that second term. We just aren't taking that next step. And it was a winnable that, game. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we're not winning the game. So I'm at the stage now where I'm not too happy with these honourable <coughs> loss, losses. You want that win. But as I said, I'm sounding very hypocritical because I actually don't – deep down I want that number one pick for opening doors at the end of the season and what we can do with these early draft picks next year. But when uh, you're watching your team play, all logic goes out the window, doesn't it? And you just want to get that W. Mm. You you know why – I'm
0: just going to go off tangent here because I want to talk about the game. The only reason I want number pick one is not because of that, is I want pick 19.
2: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It well, opens you know so mean?
0: many doors. And that denies. The, well, I can't see how North Melbourne would get a priority pick if they finish second last. Hmm. You know what I mean? So that's
1: the only other thing. So I don't see why you get a priority pick when they've had so many over the last 10 years. The yeah, well, they, yeah, we, that's another whole. We could do a whole episode yeah. on that.
0: Um, Wiverton, you know, people have a guy at Wiverton, but he had a. And Pretty good game, 23 disposals, eight marks, six tackles. Luke Shuey again, you know, he, last week he played really good, didn't get much kudos from the media. Again, he, he only had 17 possessions, but it's what he did, 10 tackles and two goals. Yeah. I just thought he's playing some good footy and his clearance works really good. Um, they, they're using him right, forward of the ball. He's not really going back too far. Mm. Um, Liam Ryan, that was probably his best game all year. Just for the pressure, you know, he didn't. He had one goal, but sixteen disposals. But Dan, we Dan, you, you
2: love the X Man, so you can talk about the X Man. Okay, so Xavier O'Neill, that's what he needs to do to get a contract. I'm a big fan of him, but he is the one at crossroads right now. There's many players in of the year that are uncontracted or have been on the list now three, four years. He's a three year player, so this is where they got to step up. To me, he's had better statistical games than that. But for me, that's his best game I've seen him play. He His work resulted in two goals. And people might not have noticed on TV, in the first quarter, he's the one that blocked uh, for Kelly, who was getting a big tag, when Kelly ran in and got that goal. And Wayne said off air, too, that the first thing Kelly did... Like he didn't celebrate the goal. Was he pointed it at O'Neill because he saw the work O'Neill did mm. to get in there and block? And he did this blocking so well that he could almost been given a free kick away for a block because he knew exactly what he was doing. And he wasn't going to try and get a cheap stat himself. It was such a team orange game. And the second one too that was very obvious was. Josh, one of Josh Kelly's, Josh Kelly, Josh Kennedy's goals, sorry. And obviously it wasn't the soccer one off the ground. Again, you look and you'll see O'Neill went and Mm. got the full back off Josh Kennedy just to give him that few metres space so he can take the mark. And if you've seen two, imagine how many went unnoticed during that game. You know, so. so Yes, I think it was a good game. It was a great 17 disposals, um, 10 contested. Uh, eight tackles. But eight tackles, yeah. Um, I thought it was ten, but I've obviously got that stat wrong. Um, and that shows great intent. That shows these young players are, are kind of seeing what the work in the preseason was about: mm. tackles. And that's why we've got so many ankle injuries. Really, you know, you got Sheed, you got Joyce, you got Cole, you got Chesser. You know, most of these are yeah. usually from like a lot of work in tackling, like. Um, So, yeah, it's great seeing him and um, Jai Cully was another one with tackles. So, I don't know if one of you boys want to talk about him, but he had 11 himself. So, these young players coming in the system and tackling hard, that's what we need and that's what we've been lacking at the Eagles. So, it's great to see them take that on board and they're the ones uh, leading by example even though they're young. And and, He
1: had 10 tackles himself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, That that was
0: the most tackles we've had this year in a game. It was 80, I think, something like that. and that was pleasing to see, and you just said Jai Cully, first game, so he had 11 tackles, um, I mean, 11 possessions, 10 of them were contested, um, seven clearances, um, you know, for a first game, and they spoke to him afterwards, and he said, how did you feel? Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Out in the G, I love that physical side of it. And if you've got him in the guts, and him just tackling like that frees up somebody like a Kelly mm. or a Shoei to run on and all And And they said when we drafted him, this guy's got good hands, so maybe it's that inside, inside mid that we've been looking for. Um, he's got to put a bit more bulk on, but that was a good um, debut. He could be our next Matt Prittis. And you know what? You look at him at Waffle and it looked like he was struggling to get into the flow of the game. Mm. He didn't look like he was struggling at AFL. No. Uh, it looked like he was... You know, born to be there. And he is the 16th debutant this year. Yeah. And the 47th player for the Eagles. Um, and that's the first time since 1980 that a club has used 47 players in a season.
1: And that's only his fourth senior game against men. Mm. He's only been playing 18s. In yeah, the well, that's yeah. – so, and that's why it was impressive. Yeah.
0: And you know what? He got caught a couple of times. Mm. But that's just adjusting to the pace. Um, and you look at him against – she went, he's a big boy. He's tall.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so we haven't had one of those tall, sort of big-bodied. Um, well, he's not a big body, but he's gonna get. He'll get there as a mid. So, like you said, Chuck In Chester next year on the outside, him on the inside, a couple of these younger players. You, you know, it's a changing of the guard, That's as right. what we said in the title. Just, just so. quickly,
2: uh, you mentioned bulk with Jai Cully. Anyone knows, uh, notice O'Neill?
0: Did oh yeah he's, he's been th- hitting
2: the gym when he's been off with his knee injury, hasn't he? He's he's yeah. turned suddenly into a big boy.
0: I saw him down at Revo Fitness Oval, which is Claremont's Oval, when West Coast played um Claremont and he was in the sands and he walked past me and I, mean, I just went shit.
2: Big boy he's, now. Yeah.
0: Um, he's really put it on in the gym. Yeah. Um and you know, like he said at the start of the year, he's got to give it his best shot. Unfortunately he got injured at the probably wrong stage of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping, like, you know, I've always said I want this guy to impress me, and that game I, I was. And it wasn't because of the pos- possession, it was because of the team game he played, yeah. you know what I mean? And you see it, and you see the players tapping him on the shoulder, and as Dan said. Now, we talked off air quality rucks. We don't really have any quality rucks. Nick's injured, again. He probably won't play for the rest of the season. They said he's going to be back for Gold Coast. I don't see him playing. Mm. Um, I hope he does. But Williams ten possessions, no marks, twenty hitouts. He had five five clearances. Jamison ten disposals, three marks, four hitouts. You put them up against the Hawthorne rucks. It probably doesn't look as bad, but the Hawthorne rucks both got a goal each, and they had more hitouts. Yeah, 60 so outs between them,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. Um, so it was uh, sixty to uh, twenty-four. So we got smashed in the ruck. Yeah, well,
1: we've been so, beaten. We've been beaten all season. In and
0: Dan, we, we set it off air. Um, these two guys, they've got five games to actually step up, and Jamison probably won't play this week because he's injured his groin, so that could be his season, so really, Bailey Williams, it's time to shine, Mm. because you might not be there next year.
2: Do you want me to go on a rant, boys? Like, um, I'm very hard on these two, um... I think mainly because we've been spoiled. I think of the modern era, we had Garner, then we had Cox, then we had Nick Nat. But even go deeper, we had Sinclair, we've had Hickey, we've had Lysette. So we've always had, even Seedy back in the Cox era, you know. We've always had good Ruckman. I don't look at these as good Ruckman. I'm I'm heavy to go after Broadbent. Man, was a different little bit on this. More on where to pick him up. I think... The, and this is, first of all, let me just say, this, third and fourth year players. So it will be fourth and fifth year players next year. A lot of people are under the perception these are first year players. They're not first year players. And as uh, Wazer famously always says, if you've been on a list three, four years and you're not really taking hold of your position and so many are 7 and 22, you probably not really should be there. So I'm hard for maybe go for an established one like Meek from Fremantle and don't go hard at Luke Jackson because we want our picks. Hmm. But Broadbent, there's a good Ruckman in the draft. I would say try bring in a couple of Ruckman because just gifting these players games, I'm sick of looking. And you can do this yourself, people. Look at the games this year, and almost every single game, almost everyone, they've been in the bottom five plays every game, which Ruckman tend not to do because they're getting stats for hitouts. Yep. You know what I mean? If you're winning hitouts, it pushes you up. Nick Nat's quite high because he gets clearances and hit-outs. Um, you don't need lots of the ball to impact as a ruckman. Mm. You need to take marks, float back or float forward to kick goals. You know, it doesn't matter which one you do. It's it's up to the coach to make that game plan. But they're just – they're not doing enough, was it And I know a lot of fans will be pulling their hair out listening to me say this. I don't think I've I think I'd it, agree. Yeah, but I've mm. said it before. And I was in the same position. I was trying to convince myself – that they were better Ruckman than they were, because I know that's what Eagles needed right now. And you just said the stats there, and that was probably one of his better games, but it's still not up. We're beaten in, you combine the two Ruckman, we're beaten by disposals, we're beaten by score, we're beaten by tackles, we're beaten by clearance. We were beaten by every single stat from our two Ruckman combined than the other two Ruckman.
0: We, we won the clearances, but, which is weird. And we won the centre clearances, which is weird.
2: That wasn't the Ruckman's No, players. no. No, and yeah, the, yeah, so overall. And
0: the stoppage clearances we won, but it wasn't from the Ruck, so we are reading their Ruck play. So, But like you said, these two guys, uh, one of them's not going to be on the list. I can't see both of them not being on the list, but one of them's probably going to get chopped. Uh, Quick, before we go into the waffle, the forwards, Waterman, I reckon he's had his last four weeks, he's grown so much. Yeah. and. We're, when we play good, he plays good. Mm, you know what I mean? Oh, well, and the other way around. Um, I think he's really finding himself. Mm. You know, maybe it's maturity in him. He's getting a bit older. He's realising it he, he does, just doesn't come to you. Um, who else? Uh, shall just we got quickly, I wanted to goals? touch on
2: Waterman, sorry. You asked a few weeks ago who our most improved player is. Waterman would be my answer now. His second yeah. half of this the year yeah. after the bye, especially this last month, he has been one of my, our most valuable players and the play that's come along the most. And see, he's he was drafted quite a while ago and there's players around him no longer at the club and players in his draft or around his draft that aren't performing. So he's a great example of what we should be seeing from players in the system three, four years. Yep. Um,
0: be- briefly before we go on to the waffle, J.K., he had already kicked 700 goals for his career. He's got 712, but he became the the highest WA player to kick over 700. So he overtook Pavlich, who had it before. Pavlich got 700 in his last game, 353. So Kennedy's now got 700, and he's, he did that in 268 games. Pavlich, did play all over the place. But um, but he's uh, only second behind Lance Franklin as a WA-born player to in the AFL era, yep. but, you know, he's nowhere near the people from the past like, <laughs> excuse me, Austin Robinson, Ted Tyson, Doig and Bernie
1: Naylor and all that,
0: but what a career, eh? Hey?
1: Outstanding. Uh, it I, I annoyed me the other day, I saw a, a, a post where someone said uh, they were trying to compare who's <laughs> the better out of Pavlich and um, JK, and f- for me... That's a paper. ...enjoy, I saw it on... I saw it on a yep. that Click me, though, yeah. But for me, enjoy both great champions yep. and both great players. And I don't give a damn if Habs of Freo or, or where he was, he was him and JK, they're just different they're different players, different years and just enjoy both being yep. super champion players.
0: And uh let's hope he can kick uh, I think if he kicks ten more, he becomes well he goes into the top 20 for goal kickers in the AFL. It's going
1: to be tough. because He's got so, to go got past him, Nick Riewoldt. about two games. <laughs> he
0: yeah, well, look, who knows? He might kick a bag this week. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. All right, let's get into a bit of waffle. It's the Eagle Nation waffle wrap. All right, it was a top of the ladder versus bottom of the ladder showing, and it showed because Sharks controlled the game from the first bounce. I think they kicked the first four goals, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, 14, 14, 98 to Eagles, five goals, six, 36. We only had eight players play for the game. So, like we've talked off air and we've talked on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter before, you know, when you only got eight players playing in our waffle side and the rest are top ups, um, it's, it's not a good spectacle to me. Just because of the skill level, um, and you know there was players that were taken over East as emergencies so that they didn't get to play a game. And Greg Clark, he um, he was probably one of the better game uh, players on the ground. He got a broken nose, kept playing.
2: Yeah, he got reported for that too. He got reported, did he? Apparently, it was an I saw. Greg Clark and I was laughing because I watched it with a family member. I think it was my old lady actually. And um, we laughed because I was saying, I really like Greg Clark. He gets in and under. And I turned out he's wrestling with a player on the ground. Turns out it was their bloody Ruckman.
1: No. <laughs>
2: Zoomed out, he's wrestling with the Ruckman. But apparently the Ruckman elbowed him in the face, broke his, broke his nose. So
0: Yeah, 23 disposals, eight tackles, five marks, and three inside 50s. Hugh Dixon, he kicked two goals, but he only had five kicks. Um,. Zane True came off in the second quarter, I think, with hip saunas. And you were saying he's got COVID?
1: Yeah, he's out. So he's,
0: he's going to miss. Uh, Jack Williams had 14 touches, 10 hit outs. He was playing a bit in the ruck. Um, I think he got a goal too, didn't he? Yep. yep. Uh, Josh Rotham played more in the ruck, but he got dominated. But he's still got 27. To, he's, this is where around the ground, where he's probably a better option than Bailey Williams is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because he can play around the ground, he's quick, he's got pace, you got twenty seven disposals, eleven inside uh eleven marks, five inside fifties, and fourteen hit outs. You know the guy who's gone up against is way bigger, mm. but you know he he actually looks like he wants to have a go,
2: yeah he's got no fear, um
0: and maybe that's what he
2: needs to do to start on the list yeah the the funny thing is that eight plays it's uh, a little bit misleading because I don't believe Dixon played in the first quarter. He, I know he was on limited minutes, but I didn't see him in the first quarter. So I don't know if they d- only brought him on in the second. And as you said, True was out. So it's like you got AFL-listed players. Yep. There's only about half a dozen are actually really playing a proper game. Um, Nash got 30 touches. Nash has really got a clean up his kicking. Yeah. That is why he's not in the side. He has no trouble finding the ball, but he's a bad kick. As a whole, you kind of touched on it. The reserve players that come up, there's good chains of play, and it only takes one kick to destroy it, and that was the game. Yeah. So you got one reserves player that's not as refined in their skills as some of these AFL players, and we're attacking, we're doing well, and then it'll be one bad kick or one yeah. sloppy move, um, and that destroys it all. And what did I just have a rant on? Rucks, 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 rucks. Mm. That is my one re- critique over this year. And You've got head coach, so we'll blame it on Simpson. Sorry, Simo, we are a fan here.
0: I don't blame but, it on Simo, I blame it on list manager.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's not just him, but he's the head. Yeah, is You've got Jack Williams, who's not ready for AFL football. I'll say that, he's he's not ready. And then Roth from Rucking. Why aren't they been giving a shot? If... Williams and Jamison each week, which has the bottom five. Why aren't you changing that combination? Mm. Why isn't it a Rotham coming in with a Jackson? Mm. I know, and as I said, I know Jackson's not ready, but he, it might help his development. He's doing good midget. Rotham around the gowns is great. What did we say before? You know, with Ruckman, with the game plan. Sometimes Ruckman will float back or f- float forward, depending what the coach wants to do him. Is he an offensive Ruckman? Gorn tends to go back more than uh, forwards mm-hmm. because he's such a good marker, inset marker, and plugs holes down there. He reads the play well. Well, you've got to rough him. He's, a, he's a backman. You play him in the ruck, a chance he's not going to win many hitouts. But he'll get, well, we'll just use the stats on the wing 27 disposals around the ground, can float back and then swing and him intercept- around back. Exactly, but you, while he's on the ball, he can float back. Mm. And he won the AFL sprint last year in the grand final. Obviously, it was a WA centred one. He cheated, yeah, he, he did cheat. So the <laughs> TAB had to like pay out Petra Sally, I believe. Um, but yeah, like it was a curved thing because it was a Colgate smile and he cut the line. So they counted it as cheating, but yeah, why would you not do that? Why would you not try that? And that's my only critique with it because even though they got smashed in the ruck, I loved their effort around the ground. Williams and I loved Rotham's effort around the ground, and he does impact in that ruck. And he's not scared. He jumps. He jumps into this man. And um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know these fru's ruck. Um, so we played wasn't yeah, he? he's Jeremy Goddard was the ruck. He is a big man. He was a massive unit. So mate. he's the one that I think broke Greg Clark's nose. Right. So he destroyed them obviously, yeah. like in the ruck. But other than that, great game.
0: Yeah, look, I think that's what Robin needs to do now, and give him a go in the, give him a go this week in the ruck with Bailey Williams, um, you know, because uh, that might be the only thing that keeps him on a list. Because I've heard different reports that he wasn't happy because he wasn't going to go on the back line. And let's face it, that back line's been rotating. When Cole comes in, there's another player that's got to come back in. So you need another string to your bow. And like you said, at least he's jumping. Not like Harry Edwards when he had a go at ruck. We yeah. didn't jump. Stranatica didn't jump. Um, Jamison jumps in. Bailey Williams sort of does. It's so, not their
2: leaping. It's their reading yeah. of the players. So they do attack it.
0: Robben's Robham, good. Too good for waffle. So um, let's see if he gets a chance this week. Um, We'll find out um, in the next segment because I think the list will be announced pretty soon. All right, let's talk about the bounce down.
1: It's bounce down.
0: All right, Eagles versus Saints this Sunday at Optus. Uh, It's live on KO Fox and Channel 7. So people stop whinging it. It's not delayed this week. Saints are coming off a 28-point loss against the Bulldogs. They are nine wins, eight losses. They're 10th on the ladder. They're just out of the eight by percentage, 14%. That's quite a lot, 14%. Uh,
1: That's a lot to catch up. You know,
0: you need to win a 10-goal by 10 goals there. Uh,
1: 14 Always allow. 14% allow well, goals. Well, let's just
0: say they've got to beat Eagles by 14 goals then, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, that ain't going to happen. I don't think so But then anyway. someone else has got to
1: lose by a fair yeah. bit too.
0: Um, they've met 52 times, West Coast 32, Saints won, uh, 19, and they've drawn once. Um, and I, when I looked at the draw, I went, shit, how many times have we drawn in the whole time in the AFL? We've only drawn six games, mm. which I thought would have been a lot more than that. But uh, then again... Yeah. Um, and they're against Saints, Brisbane, Suns, Bulldogs, Geelong, and the most famous one is the Hawthorn. No, no, the uh, Co- no, Collingwood, Collingwood
1: at the at
2: the um, bloody Seaweed Waver- kicking Waverley a bloody Waverley- point. You said, go- you said Gold Coast, didn't you? Yeah. Because on the top of my head, Gold Coast is the only game I actually really vividly remember drawing. Like, I know yeah, we've had others, but that final. the nah, Gold Coast 1990, man, when yeah. Sumich... I would have been four years old then, so I could be <laughs> yeah.
1: forgiven for that one. Murray Renstead ran into an open goal too and missed it. Oh, yeah. but um, Everyone blames Sumich, but uh, I reckon that one was the worst one. The highest, uh,
0: we've won by us 103 points in round eight 2016. Mm. And Saints is 101, round 9, 2004. Because um, we do this podcast a day late this week, instead of saying who we think might be coming in, we're going to tell you who's in because this is the list. Um, there's only three people added to the squad. Josh Roffin, which we just talked about, so maybe we, they're thinking on the same lines as us. Pinch hitting the ruck. Connor West and Greg Clark. So the broken nose isn't going to hold him back. So it might just not look the right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a bit surprised that they – I guess because it's Sunday, you're going to hold out players. We'll definitely find out because of the waffle game. But Tim Kelly would probably be under under a test. Yeah,
1: the quad. I watched him the other night. He's, he was walking laps in his um, uh, joggers. Um, Didn't sur- even have the boots on.
0: Surprised Jamison's are uh, named, especially when they had him – well, they, he's got a test with an abductor mm. with a groin. Usually, when you got a groin, you're not going to. With the colder weather, you're not going to. You're not going to play him. So y- your interchange is Samo Petreski, Seaton, Wiverton, O'Neill. So O'Neill will keep his spot. Jai Cully should keep his spot. Mm. So there's two. I'd say Petreski Seton's going to keep his spot. Mm. Um, so you I reckon out of them Wiverton and Josh Rotham and Connor West maybe for
1: well, they at the last spot I well I look at that there too because who's going who's the other floating backman that's going to go in because look, they have they when they they pick up an extra player on that bench who's the seventh player on a line uh, in a group and then you've – so you've got um, – I've taken my list off me there, but you've got – who's going who's gonna to come on and replace the forwards on there? You've That's what you look at. Well, who's going to replace would, the back Clark one?
0: would be one that comes on the forward or, or Piotrowski-Seaton. Mm. And in the back, she got Wiverton and Rotham. Mm. So there because because O'Neill's going to keep his spot. He should do. Mm. And so should Jai Cully. So it's going to be interesting how they line it up. Harry Edwards is going to keep his spot because – Ben King's 200 centimetres. Harry Edwards is 200 centimetres. So, like for like there. Um, Harry needs to get on his best game because Ben King –
2: is it Ben King? No, Max King, isn't it?
1: Max. Harry needs to get on his skates to use a bit of pace.
2: The only thing Edwards has got going for him, it allows Brass to do what Brass Mm. does a little bit. Yeah. If you lose that extra tall, Brass has to go into full lockdown mode, which he did Did do. We did talk about how well he defended as well. So it wasn't just his offensive game, it was his defensive game as well. That bench worries me though, the fact O'Neill and Cully are on it. Hmm. I would be after those games, the tackling pressure they put in, the game performance they put in, 12 disposals, 11 tackles, seven clearances from a debut player. I love that. Um, and they add a bit of excitement to it. West. We're all massive fans of West, but he's coming off an injury. So he, as I'd far say as I'm concerned, he needs to go to Waffle. His Jam- Achilles. Jamison's injured, so he needs to go back. Uh, Patrice Seaton is very versatile, and that makes him good, because kind of what you were touching, that makes him a good um, sub Purely for the reason, he can go forward, he can go midfield, he can go back. He's a very versatile player. So he might actually be the sub. The only thing is that, he was sub last week. And they don't like making the same player sub too often mm. because they're not getting the full game under their belt. And I know they train for it, but there's nothing like an actual proper game of footy um. So, yeah, it just worries me seeing O'Neill and Cully, but that's the worry wart in me a bit, saying yeah. they're, they're most likely now to be dropped if they're on there. Don't think they will, but it always puts that bit of doubt in your head.
0: Well, saying Kilda, they've got a few injured. I'm just I'm trying to cross-reference now. So Hunter Clark was a test, but he's not. he hasn't been named, I don't think, from a quick look here. He hasn't been named, um, and the rest are all out. Cofield... Dougal Howard's out, Mackenzie's out, and Ryder's a big one out, mm. four to six weeks. He won't play for the he rest won't of play the year again. for the cast. Um, so their bench is Patton, Burns, Win Hager. I like Win Hager, pretty good player, young guy. Uh, oh Clark, he has been named on the bench. Uh, Long, Highmore, Connolly, Campbell. I'm looking at the um, Saints field, and honestly. You know, I reckon Eagles could shake this up and um, give them a run for the money.
1: Yeah, Saints', Saints good game is good, but I, I don't think Saints have a, a, mi- a middle part of their game. They have, a, they have a really good game, or they fall off the next week. They fall off the rails. Mid- I, I just don't think they have a middle range game.
0: If they're, they're the team that, if their midfield player is really good, they're good. Mm. And that's, you know, Jack Steele, uh, who else you got in there, Billings, Crouch,
2: um, Higgins, Marshall Higgins is a good goal scorer you know Seb mm. Ross yeah
0: so and Bradley Hill's playing his best footy off a halfback which is
1: yeah
0: Um, so I'd love to see who he lines up on Um, you know I hope the they put Cripps so if he goes to Ryan hopefully they do the switch over yeah because I think Cripps has got more defensive skills than what uh, Liam Ryan has, so that could expose him. It's going to be an int- interesting game. This Marshall, he's going to have a field day in the ruck. Yeah. Oh, and, and
1: the Saints like playing here. They played well here last year. Well, they beat Fremantle I, here. Yeah, and I think Max. I think last time they played Eagles here, they played well. Max King kicked six goals, if I remember. Yeah, right, that's
2: right. And Gov was rucking yes. that game, so he was out but, there. And uh, but the Eagles it's won. A bit telling. Mate, that yeah, was a brilliant the, the game. Saints
1: came yeah. home like. Yeah, a, yeah that was up. actually
2: a very. Good exciting game. I uh, missed dommy Sheed. I believe he had something like he had plenty of the ball, but I believe he kicked two goals Domi Sheed had, in the mid.
0: Dom Sheet had two goals, thirty-two disposals.
2: There you go. We forget how good this player is, to be honest. I think jo- we took him under raid when he was there. Jones was I remember the match
0: very well because I think Jones had thirty two possessions for the game, but he had about twenty six in the first half. Mm. And I can't remember who went and tagged him, but I was sitting there going, who the hell is on Jones? So when he plays good, he's good. But his, his uh, best and worst is a big gap. Yeah, um, yeah. so – and for goals, that, yeah, it was King. He was the main goal scorer, 6-1, and Darling kicked three, Kennedy kicked three, and Butler, the ex-Richmond guy, he kicked two. So, yeah, Waterman even had a good game back then, so – it was a good game last time. So. Yeah,
2: it was a ripper of a game actually. It the it was it was really up the stage, Eagles got up by
0: uh, eight points. So yeah. I think there might have been the last game we won before yeah. we beat Collingwood. Bronwyn. Yeah, that was our
1: last well, win. Saints came home that game. We were I think we were well yeah, ahead. Yeah, like they, we played in Melbourne last year and we were well ahead, and the Saints just. We we guy. couldn't
2: get that massive gap, and then they kicked a couple goals, mm. and then it was like, "Oh, please not again! Please not again!" Yeah, they
0: they kicked six goals in the last quarter, so um, yeah, they'd come home with wet. So it was amazing our memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Look, you look. It's going to be an interesting game. I like I've just said it's a winnable game for the Eagles, but Simo on his press conference said he's going to be experimenting with players in different positions, so. Mm. You know, he's been saying he wanted to do that since the day he started coaching. So, I don't know why I was taking this long to work out. You can play him in different positions. Maybe that's why Redden is named on – what was he named on, the half forward?
1: Yeah. they got, they got Luke Foley on the wing too.
2: Uh, Foley played a forward too, so they have been trying him in a couple of different spots. I thought um, Foley was probably the one that was
0: pretty lucky to hold his spot after last week. I didn't think he had much impact on the game. Mm. Um, and – for some reason, I kept on getting the numbers confused. Yeah, you were, and you I was, was like, like oh, "What's he wearing a different number?" But was mm. just my eyesight's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brady Hoff, I'm liking his year. Oh, love so it.
1: love him as a player.
0: Um, where have they got? Is Gaff even named in it? Oh, Gaff's in the middle. So Hoff and Foley on your wings. I'd like to see that more often. I mm. hate that. eventuates.
1: Yeah,
0: don't play Gaff in the wing. Play Gaff as an inside mid.
2: Oh, no, nah. I love what you're saying about Hoff, but to me, Gaff has to be a wingman. I don't like him on the inside. I, I want to see Clark on the inside. I want to see Jai Cully on the inside. Sheed, obviously, next to you when he comes back. I want to see him on the inside. O'Neill, we touched on how big he's looking now. I want to see him on the inside. Um, Gaff is an all-Australian wingman. Gaff is not an all-Australian inside mid. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, I find he's more valuable on the outside. Yeah. Um, He blind kicks too much. That's why I don't like it. I like him being able to look in front of him, take a little bit of a jog and just make a good decision and he'll get that space on the wing. He doesn't get that space in the middle.
0: Yeah, look, I suppose when you look at the wingers for St Kilda, Billings and Wood, they're not blessed with speed. So maybe it's probably a chance to have that match up there. They do a lot of drive off the halfback with Sinclair and um, Hill. They're both two good players. Uh, Wilkie... Down fullback He's had a good season I thought he's Very underrated Yeah So um, You know I've really liked his season Memory's been floating Forward and back Um Look If you go on the odds I think St Kilda are going to be Favourites to win this game Yeah they're $1.38 To Eagles free goals, uh, Three goals Three dollars So Interesting Can Eagles win Do they want to win That's a bigger question mm. Uh because if they did if they do win, basically they goes pick one. Yeah. Are we all on agreements with that?
2: Yeah, I am. My Even brain though... says no, don't win. My brain says tank. My brain says don't play yo, don't play Nick If gaff's sore, if Shuey's sore, <laughs> put him in cotton wool. That's what my brain says. That game starts and my heart does the thinking. And it screams win, 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 win. And it is a winnable game. But there's been a few winnable games. Um, I think the odds are always right, though. You cannot back in the Eagles to any game this year mm. because we're not consistent. Or oh, next the game against Adelaide,
0: they will be favourites.
2: Oh, I don't know. Was it? They've had five wins, Adelaide. We've had two. Yeah, we are playing. I, I understand here. it's here, yeah. but we've only won one game here. <laughs> like the only... we Truth. beat been here. Other than that, we had to go back to last game against St. Kilda, last win at this. <laughs> so, to be honest... Oh, I want to win, but I want that number one spot, so I'm torn, guys. You, you just All make right, the so, decision. you. <laughs> good how by, by how much?
1: Oh, 12. I'd oh, hit West Coast by seven points.
0: Mm. If Nick Nat was playing, I'd be picking West Coast. He's not playing. we got no rucks. they got a great ruckman. Marshall's going to cane us. Um Yeah, look, just from the body language and the, uh, the messaging that Simo's been doing, I'm going... I'm going to go St Kilda by.
2: Oh, I thought you were just St Kilda up there. by six
0: points. I reckon it's going to be closer than everyone thinks. And North Melbourne are going to win against Hawthorne down in Tasmania.
2: Let's hope so. I, uh,
0: honestly, Hawthorne's never played at Blundstone Arena because they play down in uh, the other one. Yeah, at uh, whatever that ground is. So, um, yeah, interesting. If West Coast do win, let's hope uh, North Melbourne win as well. Yeah, that's the only way I can say it. Um, yeah. We've got two more weeks, and then I'm off for a trip overseas, boys. So, and then when I get back, we'll probably do a review because our season will be over by then. Yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> next week we'll get together again. Uh, I can't remember who we play next week. Who is it?
1: We're away, aren't we?
0: It is is away, it away? It Sons, maybe? The suns mate, yeah, away? Yeah, the Suns away. So until next week, uh, get on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, download the show from there, uh, get on SoundCloud first if you want to hear it first because that's where it goes up first. Uh, then you've got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. Um, and drop us a line if you want some questions asked. And a few people have asked about merchandise. We will have merchandise next year, so just bear with us. Um, hopefully we've got a bigger sponsor next year as well for the whole year. So, yeah, just hopefully you stick with us. And until next weekend, boys, go Eagles. Yep, go Eagles. Go
1: boys.
2: built, we cross the nation. Our colors share the west coast
0: sky. Our will to win will never die.